0: and welcome to Let's Talk About It. This is Taylor, your host, and welcome to the conclusion of the Q&A from Instagram. I will be answering your questions from... Instagram with my chosen father, Robert. He is absolutely wonderful, and I'm so appreciative to have him in my life. Um, before we get into this final conclusion of this q and um, I did want to share something personal a little bit that has happened for me. Um, I've talked a little bit about my family and just wanted to share because I think it's a It's a different kind of experience, but I'm also sure that people can relate in some way. And in case there is someone else out there in a similar position to me, I want you to know that you're not alone. Um, As many of y'all know, I did not have a relationship with my father's side of the family growing up and... I was recently, so I met them once when I was like 19, and I don't really think I was ready for it. I really didn't know who I was clearly. Um, it was a really weird, overwhelming time for me. And I haven't really spoken to a lot of them other than, you know, a few of my siblings and one of my aunts. And I recently, as of gosh, I think March, maybe April, had gotten reconnected to my father's mom, my grandma. And she very, very quickly started declining in her health. She was diagnosed with cancer. Um, She had previously had cancer and fought it and did treatment, and um, then it came back. And she recently passed away at the very young age of 64. And... It's such a weird experience to go your whole life, what feels like your whole life, not having a relationship with someone, not knowing them, then developing that relationship within the last, you know, very short months of their lives Um, and seeing so much, so much of yourself in them. Um, So I just want to share a little bit about her. Uh, Her name is Hilda and she loved music. She sang, uh, she traveled and sang and she loved cats. She was a major, major cat lady would feed all the cats. Um, and also had chickens and a garden and she loved her plants and she really, really loves me and really, really wanted me to know that, Uh, She did everything that she could to be in my life, that she always wanted to be a part of my life. And I'm so thankful, so thankful that I was able to reconnect with her in the ways that I did. And I might, I don't know how I feel about it yet, but I might share portions of our conversations um, in a future episode. I did record them all, um, at least when I was home talking to her because I just didn't know where things would go. Um, but yeah, so, so much of my personality that I've, you know, came into my being all strangely, it feels like it's come from her, even though she wasn't with me growing up physically. Uh, we never spoke. Um, And even the one day that I met her, I was meeting everybody else at the same time, and we didn't really have a lot of one-on-one time at all. Um, But yeah, it's just really hard. And she, you know, went through terminal agitation and just kind of her body just shut down. Um, And it's very, very hard. I'm sure many people can relate to this of losing someone during this pandemic of, not being able to see them, of being far away, um, you know, I am vaccinated now, and uh, it still feels very, very hard for me to travel, and um, my family is not vaccinated, and so there's so many layers here, as I'm sure many folks have had to, you know, navigate, um, but yeah, just... I don't know. That's just been part of what's been going on in my life a little bit and grieving that and mourning that and I think is something maybe I will talk about in the future a little bit more Uh, because developing that relationship with her in this way after going most of my life not knowing her was really impactful and have also gotten reconnected to my father through all of this and I know I've talked about him in the past a little bit with my siblings episode um but like for the first time I actually facetimed with my dad over the last week and a half so it's lots of life things happening um and hopefully some exciting news that I can share soon as well something I've been working really really hard on um but I will give more life updates later, I guess. And I'm also not sure if you all even want more personal updates and things on the podcast, or if you are wanting um, more of the education and having guests on. Uh, so feel free to comment on the podcast page on Instagram, which is at let's talk about it underscore podcast, or feel free to leave a review. Um, I, uh, mm, I take that back because I'm not reading them because most of them are terrible, um, and not good for my mental health. So I a say comment on the podcast page on Instagram, um, if you want to give any kind of feedback there, um, or I guess feel free to DM me. I'm occasionally checking that. So boundaries, <laughs> boundaries and balancing life things, um, all of the things so thank you for tuning in thank you for listening and supporting this space and we will now get back to uh the q a which left off with asking if i'm a nanny outside of instagram so let's talk about it
1: are you a nanny also outside of instagram Yes. No, actually you're not cuz we don't pay her.
0: You pay me in dinners
1: <laughs> and laundry. And I
0: get paid in in laundry services <laughs> and and dinners. Yes. And um, the joy of of the children.
1: Did you learn anything from being canceled? uh genuinely curious, I hate that term. I think we've spoken I
0: think on, I've answered we beat that. that
1: horse, and if you're listening to part two, if we're at part two, this just is, go back to part two go back to part one
0: mm-hmm. um, yes, we are almost done with part two.
1: <laughs> thanks a lot, tay uh you now have me addicted to song pop, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, Bob is right there uh, with you. I hate it. I love. I love to hate it. I hate to yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, are you willing to answer about batch um, friends, or is the outside is that outside of the boundary limits?
0: It's so respectful. Hmm. I love that.
1: Oh, so we're not okay. I
0: want. I want to speak my truth. <laughs> I want to speak my truth.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's move on. They know their words can push someone to. Uh,
0: There's one below that, or next to it. Look at the same icon. The now same. this
1: is all like confusing me. Now, I hope I've probably been reading
0: like no,
1: no. I've probably been reading questions that were one, but. As I hope you have a good uh, support system Because these online people Can be so mean Don't they know that words can push someone To attempt suicide Stay strong
0: They do know that And Mm -hmm. they want that And that is why I say I was quote unquote Go back to episode one Canceled and not being held accountable Because people do know that And that is Exactly what they wanted. And at the same time, yes, there is a portion of people much smaller who genuinely were confused, felt betrayed, needed, need time and probably need some background and acknowledgement to be able to wrap their heads around who they've known me as and where they're learning I've came from. hmm
1: and then again, how are you doing? What happened to you and Vanessa? Are you still friends with Vanessa? These people are probably blowing Vanessa up too. Do you still counsel people as a therapist, or how do you make money?
0: Episode one part one
1: <laughs> or just go back um Are you still friends with Vanessa? Not a question, but you are beautiful inside and out. Will you be doing more ads, brand partnerships, like swipe ups and codes? It's kind of a weird question, like that to me. I mean, just internally, as I'm, I'm like a flag.
0: <laughs>
1: I know it's just like you know, because I don't know if this person is a supporter or a hater. You know, like, but yeah, but I. I go ahead. Do you want to answer that? I don't think well, you've answered that. I, mean, I think you
0: did, but yeah. I mean, I talked a little bit about how I feel about <laughs> being transparent and being open and honest and vulnerable about money and how I make money. Um, and like part of me kind of was there's like a slight entitlement, not necessarily in this question, but that I get in other comments. It's like entitlements and like assumption that I feel is put on me, and maybe that's part of what I've reinforced. Where I feel like, what other influencers are fucking talking about, like uh, their finances?
1: You mean from The Bachelor, or just in general?
0: Yeah, like what, yeah, what fucking what Hannah G or whatever, Lawrence. You, they're making multi-millions and mm-hmm. who's asking them, you well,
1: they, know. They could be. They couldn't, Who knows what
0: they're making. I don't know, but right. whatever. Beside the point, my I digress. Um, I would like to because obviously any, anyone would. If you have the opportunity, if you have the audience where brands want that exposure. Mm-hmm that's money that you can be making. I have been very intentional starting off. I was not Mm -hmm. because I didn't know what I was doing on Instagram. I was still figuring out, you know, how how the fuck does this work being in the public eye? Um, But I would like to do that. And I did get really intentional about what brands I really liked working with and how they supported me and how they supported, you know, the values that I hold um, and the communities that I care about. And I really loved and I have have and had great relationships with almost all of the brands that I partnered with. And, you know, a lot of them still want to work with me and a lot of them feel like it's hard to mm-hmm. and rightfully so. <laughs> My page has turned into a scary place. <laughs> but, um, I mean,
1: you're still like... Perspective, like in the grand scheme of things, like you're doing, pretty. I mean, you're not doing bad. I mean, you're doing bad. You're not doing as well as maybe a year ago, but I mean, in six months, you've made what? Like, I think like.
0: What you gonna be telling people how much I'm making?
1: I'm not, but like twelve percent. What twelve percent of the U.S. making a year? You've made of that group. You've made that in six months. So
0: I don't know how much.
1: You know how much you made. So only like 12% of the U.S. makes that amount of money a year. So you've done that. Yeah, well,
0: I think majority of the income that I have this year is payouts from last year. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And last year, brands Mm -hmm. finally cared about black women. Mm -hmm. Cared with an asterisk. right? So, yeah, Mm -hmm. still... When you look at the proportion of folks from the franchise who look like me, Mm -hmm. minuscule. Mm -hmm. But I was definitely peaking, like I said earlier, and that was just baffling. And similar to this question about emotions earlier, like literally a week, the, the, the two to three weeks leading up to February 28th when the tweets resurfaced... February was such a busy month Mm -hmm. because it was Valentine's Day.
1: And Black History Month.
0: And Black History Month. So I had a lot of ads that month. Mm -hmm. And I was burning out, plus Mm -hmm. all the bachelor fuckery. And the two to three weeks leading up, every therapy session, literally was like, I don't feel deserving of this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Was like, this feels like this is what, like, quote unquote successful is right now. hmm And I don't know how to let myself sit in like worthiness of this. Like I mm. was too scared to feel happy about it for fear that it would be taken away. My biggest vulnerability armor is foreboding joy. hmm and it gets reinforced because then, what do you know, end of the month, everything's gone where I'm like, all right, I got to check my uh, interpretation of that just so I don't, you know, fuck myself. But it, um, yeah, yeah. I, I hope to be able to continue, you know, I try to do it with, with responsibility and I also feel like that's even unfair that I feel the pressure to do it with responsibility when there are so many white women who have no responsibility in it and mm-hmm. they just get to do it just because. Yeah. And they don't give anything back.
1: And I don't know if you, this, the first part of the question, if you just were avoiding it, but um, do you still counsel people as a therapist?
0: Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Are you still friends with Vanessa. How do you feel about losing so many followers this year because of your tweets?
0: So I think right before February, I think I was at like 140. The month of February, I gained. I think I was getting close to 155. Y'all, I'm listening to this segment back right now and... I said a uh, one. I really am just not. Math numbers is not my thing. Uh, I was at two. <laughs> so any time here where I'm just now saying one, I really meant two. Okay? <laughs> numbers. I am now at 220, close to 220. Um, what's that math? That's like 30,000. fit.
1: Sorry, I was getting the questions. I don't ready. do math,
0: but... Y'all, do the math. Um, what was the number? So I've lost a decent amount. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure the algorithm just doesn't give a fuck about me anymore, and my content just does not get seen to anyone. Well, to, it does to people. Comparatively, uh, this is like all the fucked up things that like Instagram as like a business does to you because it's just like they're people, but it's also like it's all numbers and it's based on engagement. Um, so. Yeah, my stuff, I mean, the engagement is so low. Um, I feel freed from a lot of pressure to provide and perform and create from losing a bunch of followers this year. I also feel that this has helped continue Because I think this is like a continuous process of like screening through who is in this community, who is in this space. And, you know, in some ways, in the most absolute way, my lowest points of my life were shown to people and the folks that stick around for that and that support and see my humanness means a lot and those are the people I do want in my space so in a way it feels a little bit like spring cleaning mm-hmm. if I feel harmful to you you don't have to be here um if you enjoy it I hope you're here um if you relate if you fuck with it welcome um It is not going to be for everybody. Mm -hmm. So I feel a sense of freedom. I feel a sense of, of grief for my livelihood. I feel a sense of loss for folks maybe not being able to hold me in my humanness that I would have hoped that they would have because they had followed me for the work I do today. And letting this... Intentional, strategic silencing and canceling of me to not take away the work I do today. But it did to some people. So I sit in a bit of frustration and then hurt for that. Yeah.
1: All right. What happened with the guy (laughs) who was staying with you seemed to really like you? Are you uh, still friends with Vanessa? Um, oh, I think this actually, you did two pages. Yeah. The same, yeah. That was the same one. Can you tell us more about your PhD program? What are your goals? Uh,
0: well, my PhD program, let me see.
1: Uh, I, I asked the question.
0: <laughs> I just want to see is there another screenshot after this? How many?
1: We, we'll you we'll go these through these quicker. <laughs> it's gonna be
0: three episodes.
1: I've been trying. Go ahead.
0: Um, yes, I love my PhD program, Modern Sex Therapy Institute's uh, PhD in Clinical Sexology, and my goals. Well, my dissertation starts in August, and still working that one out. But I, it's hard because. I've never really been a goal setter. My only goal was to get fully licensed. And that was my career. And that got derailed when I decided to go on the show. And then in 2019, yeah, 2019, I went back to it and it felt like this momentous milestone. And I never thought I'd be going for my PhD ever. And... In this last year with experiencing some success, it felt like, at least financial success, I was like starting to develop goals and I was like, you know, wow, I could have a team that could like, imagine the things I could do. Like with my brand, I could, I wanted to have like a sex toy line, want to have a book, hopefully for my dissertation. Um, you know, speaking at universities, holding groups—like I love doing group work. Um,
1: He's telling you you can't do that, though.
0: I don't think I can anymore.
1: I don't believe that. And if you tell yourself that, you won't.
0: I try. If you.
1: If you, maybe
0: with time. Maybe with time. But
1: if you ever need a cat, pick me up. I sent you one. Check DM. Uh,
0: if I ever need a cat, pick me up. Like uh, to look at a cat.
1: Oh, I thought they were saying if. I know that's what up. you
0: thought by how you read it. <laughs>
1: Will you visit Victoria again? Yeah. All right. Will you foster kittens again anytime oh, soon? yeah.
0: Not in this small one bedroom apartment, though. But hopefully
1: we get on there. Yeah, not no question. Just want to say I'm so sorry for all your, all the bullshit. You've been going through on here. I love you. What do you think of Rachel and Matt James back together again? I don't care. Who's Matt? And, uh, not important, I guess. Uh, oh, sorry. You know I don't watch. I don't. You
0: know he was the first Black Bachelor. Oh,
1: that's right. That's right. And then the <laughs> girl ahead, girl Yeah. Favorite uh, comfort movie?
0: Ooh, Moana.
1: Oh, I thought you was going to say that crazy one you watched last night. Oh, night Moana.
0: And every time Naya's like, Moana's not my favorite, but it's still good. And I'm like, Naya is the best.
1: Are you and Vanessa still friends? Um, are you going to... Are you going to move to Canada or visit Vanessa when the border opens up?
0: There were several questions about me moving to Canada, so we can skip over any more of those, but okay. um, I was considering that and restrictions got even tighter, which is good because pandemic, but, and I also know what you're going to say to this, Rob, and yeah, I just could not be that far away from Nyan Calais. like... I know they would be fine. And I know that I should do the things in my life I want to do. But they don't have school. I ain't got nobody socialized with Between a pandemic. And I don't trust nobody.
1: You're using my children.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I'm using them <laughs> for my socialization. <laughs> yes, I am. I am, I am. And it's just it's it's too hard to get back and forth. So maybe, in the future, somewhere I would wanna to move to, yeah, but right now, no,
2: okay,
1: no just love, took your advice and canceled my counselor, found a new therapist and i'm and I'm working it, so that's good, okay,- no, oh, so no question what uh products do you use uh for your hair struggle with my curls a lot?
0: see, this is hard. Because now
1: you're doing an ad. No. Oh,
0: this is hard because I've seen other influencers do this, mm-hmm. and they really stand their ground on it, and I admire it. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, that's right. Where they're like, no, I'm not tagging and doing other brands and sharing this information mm-hmm. because that's dollars. Right. Because I'm making them sales, and they're not paying me. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird thing to come to terms with because it's not like you my girlfriend and you're like, yo, what's your hair product? This is like thousands of people. right? So on one hand, it's like, oh, we'll still just share it, just share the love. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, but I should be getting paid for that.
1: Mm -hmm. respect.
0: So I've shared it in the past when they paid me and... I ain't getting paid dancer, so I don't feel like I can plug it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to plug other things, but
1: no. How close are you to getting your PhD?
0: Uh, dissertation will start in August, and then I believe I will graduate. I don't know if it's May or August of next year. Okay. Dissertation's a year.
1: Lillian, I hope that you're okay. Oh. They talked who's never mind. <laughs> How are you doing these days? Are you going to foster more kittens? Mm-hmm. I could use the cuteness. We've gone there.
0: Me too. I need that back.
1: Would you ever do online course for sex positivity as a sexologist?
0: Yes. That was something that it. was something I forgot to add in, in the goals. Um was working on courses to put out. And there's some that I've been wanting to do on like unpacking internalized white supremacy as well. But again, collaboration, teamwork. And when you are trying to get your basic needs met, when you are trying to reestablish your livelihood, that's really hard to have that creativity and you're moving through trauma and you're moving through depression all the same time. I was there previously in February. I feel like I had momentum and I had team and I was able to start seeing those things as like a real life... Thing, mm-hmm. I'm not there right now. I hope in the future I will be there, and I'm glad that that matters and that you find value in that. And I hope that you do. When I'm going to believe in myself and say when I I do those things.
1: Nice. We only have a couple, few more to go. Okay. Advice for someone who has trouble getting the big O with a partner. Sex courses.
0: Oh. Yeah, I do have a lot of responses to that. And yeah, same thing I just said previously. Please please be on the lookout to support that when I'm able to put that out there. And there are also a lot of other women of color who I bring on the podcast who have courses available that folks can support as well.
1: Mm -hmm. No question. Just want to say you're a bad bitch and I really appreciate um, what you have to say.
0: Yeah, my voice matters. I've got to be a bad bitch again.
1: Right. And uh, it's about moving to Canada. Favorite hike in... The,
0: don't you be giving me that favorite look.
1: Favorite hike in the Seattle area. I, I'm interested. What's your favorite hike? <laughs> <I'm> PCs <sorry. laughs> Citizens don't count. What's your favorite hike?
0: I haven't been there literally <laughs> since before the pandemic, okay? Um... I do really like. Don't you even? <laughs> it's been a minute, okay. I like rattlesnake.
1: Oh yeah, you've gone to rattlesnake.
0: I like rattlesnake. I also.
1: That's not Seattle area, is it?
0: Uh, it's a little outside. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really consider that there's like legit hikes in Seattle area. Discovery.
1: Discovery.
0: I guess okay. when I think a hike, I think like incline.
1: Oh. Oh, because now you're this big <laughs> hiker.
0: <laughs> Discovery is nice. We though. all like learn in the
1: day. We all learn <laughs> um, in. I'm respectful, respectfully curious as to what keeps you motivated to keep going.
0: Mm. Well, partially the kids. Mm. Nyan and Kalei. They'd be doing a lot for me. All
1: right. Maybe I need to be charging you. (laughs) How is Lily? Um, Have you ever thought of getting another cat?
0: Yeah, but I think honestly since Theo died, because I had her with Theo and he passed away in 2018. And she so came out of her shell. Like she runs the shit. And I think she'd be fucking pissed. Part of me wants to do it just to like kind of, you know. Get her a little out of her comfort zone, fuck up a little bit, and then she'll get adjusted.
1: She didn't like those kittens.
0: She was okay with the kittens. Mama, that was a no, and she, like, escaped out of the room, and that was a disaster. But, yeah, I think I'll – for sure, I would rather foster a bunch more than get another cat. And even previously, when I did foster – I mean, in Baltimore, I fostered, like, close to 100 cats and kittens and didn't foster fail at all until – After Mocha Joe died and then that's when I got Theo and Lily like a few months after she passed away. They were my first fosters. And they were also really hard to adopt out because they were both large. Theo was much larger than Lily. And they had FIV, which is like cat AIDS. So, and he also had herpes. And so they were a lot harder to adopt out and they were a pair.
1: Cats get herpes? Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: It like, it's like a, it's like a cold flare up. Like they get really snotty and like sneezy. I yeah. So they were hard to adopt out together and I just, I love them so much. Um, but I always felt really strongly that like you don't keep one because that's another one that you could be rescuing. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with just Lily and I would much prefer to foster a ton more Mm -hmm. and get a lot more cats, kittens, dogs adopted than just like start hoarding them all to myself.
1: Best and worst part of being a
0: therapist? Best part, humanness, community, evolution. Worst part, wanting it to be affordable and reaching the folks that need it while it also being your livelihood and having lots of student debt to get there. Worst part is it's whitewashed as fuck that the education that you receive even Still has stigma to it when I reflect back on some of my education, learning about mental illness, how to that 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 was stigmatized, and how I was taught you should be a therapist was mostly centered in white supremacy ideals of professionalism
2: mm-hmm.
0: that inherently rob you of your humanness and that is one of the most beautiful things you can bring into that therapy room with someone is your humanness
2: Mm -hmm.
0: i would say that's the worst
1: and then i'm i'm curious what keeps you on instagram seems like you deal with so much shit um i'm curious as to what keeps you motivated to keep going
0: yeah i'm sure part of it is ego Part of it is there's a lot of funny shit on there. Part of it is it's become part of my news intake. Mm-hmm. Part of it is connection. My friends, my mm-hmm. family, you fucking sending me a thousand things a day on that damn app.
1: Sometimes I don't know what I'm like. I don't necessarily mean to send it. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm I'm still learning.
0: Yes, you are. <laughs> you are. Um Yeah. And I think also just, again, like I like, I mean, I've grown up Mm -hmm. with social media. So again, it's like, when I look at it, it's like this whole documentation of my life and where I've been at. And I like documenting that I'm sappy as fuck. Mm -hmm. So part of me likes to document that. um, And remembering that there are folks who do support me and also it feels like a bit when i do show up i'm fighting against all those things that i hate by saying fuck it fuck what you say i deserve to be here i have worth i will exist unapologetically confidently i'm here
1: like that and then uh so then, also, you're awesome, and I'm glad you came back to Insta. Lost my soulmate cat in 2018. How do you know when you're ready to find a new cat friend?
0: Oh, give yourself some time if you need it.
1: Um, another one about moving to Canada. How do you feel about COVID restrictions being lifted? I know things um, have been slower in Washington.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: How's school going? Great. Just want to say thank you for sharing your life with us and fuck the haters. See people recognize their haters.: so nice. We I like feel bad
0: you. you've been reading <laughs> some of these. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is that okay to say People are going to be upset at me when I didn't even say it, but like people are going to be upset that people like me
1: you got you got the receipts. Um, what's something you um, were grateful for today? Did you end up showering? I never followed up. I saw your Instagram post like, shower, no shower.
0: I did not shower. Oh,
1: Lord. (laughs) Stepping all up in my house.
0: (laughs) I have been thankful today for my own personal therapy. I also have been thankful for my clients today. I have been thankful for Lily... I've been thankful for my garden. There are tomatoes coming in. There are strawberries coming in. You
1: got some gardening you need to do I now.
0: I know. I got you. too many tomato plants, and I'm bringing them here to steal part of your garden space. But I need you
1: to be thankful and for and doing I'm that. Very <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm very thankful for the sharing of space.
1: No, I need you to be thankful for getting it in the space. Them four little tomatoes are going to die. They're just sitting in the...
0: Okay, I will do that tomorrow. I will come do that tomorrow. (laughs) I am grateful today for my resiliency.
1: Nice. How explicit is your OnlyFans? What boundaries do you have there? They got to go find out. (laughs) Like I'm a promoter. (laughs) You don't be telling. They got to go. You have to pay to find. People want
0: to know what they're paying into. Oh. I'm not doing like anything fully explicit. Uh, There's like mesh and like lacy and like covering up. Um, There's like see-through. I'm not doing any bare, full frontal, completely explicit content. It's not where I'm at. I don't know if that's where I'll go. But for now, exploring it and having fun with it. And I decreased my price on there. So it's much cheaper than it was Mm
2: -hmm.
0: also because I'm not on there daily anymore because I'm stressed. (laughs) I'm stressed.
1: Thank you. Mother earth. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I like you. I'm, I like you. I'm sorry for all the hate you get. Are you and Vanessa still friends? What are you doing to take care of your mental health? Sending love. Um, are you watching? Did you want to, I think you answered that. What? I mean, you're still going to therapy. And gardening, Mm -hmm. cats, kids. Are you watching Katie's season of The Bachelor? No. What are you doing to take care of? uh, See, you're repetitive. I need. Oh, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) 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 Is is
0: this the last page?
1: No. Oh, yes. Favorite mindless, um, mindfulness activity. Favorite mindfulness activity.
0: Breathing. Oh. I literally will just sit stand whatever I'm doing put my hand on my chest and just breathe.
1: Mm. If you did another reality show, which would you do?
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Have your boundaries been helping? Yes. How are you? We've answered that. What are your favorite little getaway um, parks in the Seattle area. Answered that. Just moved here, and I'm gl- um, I'm glad it seems like you are doing okay.
0: Like so
1: that, that that was a lot of questions.
0: That so was a lot of questions.
1: I think I want to ask just one question. It's not anything crazy. Um, this is but not a three-part like, episode. Yeah, like I I no, it's not part three.
0: This is part but three. <laughs>
1: I think that, um, like. It's definitely been, I'd say the last three months has been a a wild journey to watch and there's been a lot of not so good. I think there's been a lot of like amazing things um, happening at the same time. Uh, But I think like what good and bad, well, we've spoken on the bad, but what good do you feel? Because I believe everything happens for a reason. What good do you feel those tweets Um, being found um, has been?
0: I think the goodness in that is like showing humanness. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of value in that. Mm -hmm. It's it's hurtful and that Mm -hmm. exists as well. Right. I think some of the good for me has been which feels weird to acknowledge because it feels like it was this really painful thing for a lot of people to experience, which is valid. And again, like we said, it's been, I'm eight, 10 years removed from Mm -hmm. that being. Um, But I do feel like it's helped give clarity on the people in my life that actually get me. Mm -hmm. So as hurtful as that is, I think I've had the confidence through this to stand a little bit more granted rocky fucking road.
2: Mm. And
0: I don't think it's been until maybe even the last two weeks (laughs) that I feel stronger in my worth,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: especially in relationship
2: Mm -hmm.
0: than I have in the past. Like I felt like in the past I had owned, you know, the work that I've had to do and whatnot. And now it's just been in a public way
2: Mm -hmm.
0: of like, yeah, that's a part of my story. Yeah. And I still exist in value. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: And all of people's pain and confusion feelings is all valid too. Mm-hmm. It all exists in one and that's hard. Right. And I understand that. Right. But I also think there's a ton of beauty in that. And I think that is something good.
2: hmm
0: And yeah.
1: Nice. And I'm going to close with this question. It might trigger you a little bit. Oh, Lord. But I want you to sit in it. But at some point, and down the road, Naya and Calais will see those tweets.
0: Oh Lord, yes.
1: What will you tell them if they ever come to you and say, "Why did you say these things?"
0: I would tell them why I said it.
1: Okay, there's no wrong or right answer.
0: Yeah, I mean Naya knows right now. She like, yeah, but she, she doesn't. No, 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 not like that. Like right. she knows. She has a better understanding than I will, than I ever had growing up where I think that the piece that I think will confuse them, that I think also has confused a lot of people is like, why put it on the internet? Mm -hmm. And that I think is an answer of context Mm -hmm. of, of where Twitter and where our, like the level of acceptance and normalization of ableism and fat phobia and racism we're at
2: mm-hmm. in
0: twenty eleven mm-hmm. as an 18-year-old. Right. Um so yeah, I think I would explain to Naya. And I, I think already she would understand that that sometimes we say things to hurt other people when we're hurting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Things are normalized to be funny mm-hmm. that really are just hurtful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we try to use humor to cover up our hurt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that also what's high key important is that the things you put out there are a stamp. Mm-hmm. Are a stamp on your character, mm-hmm. on what you value, on what you stand for.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you might not realize that in the moment, and that's what I didn't realize. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But that that will stick with you for a long time. And while it's very hurtful for everyone involved, Mm -hmm. while it was weaponized, it's it's a part of the process Mm -hmm. that I think everyone in some capacity goes through mm-hmm. everyone, no one, no matter what I see this going around from the past weekend, someone talking about, <sighs> it's a privilege to grow up in a liberal household where you don't ever say anything wrong or make any mistakes ever. And that's bullshit mm-hmm. because no one has a privilege mm-hmm. of never making a mistake, what people have privilege from is experiencing any consequences Uh, uh, of those mistakes because they sit in positions of privilege and power. mm -hmm. So everyone will be human and will say or do something fucked up. Mm -hmm. And what I would want to explain to Naya or Kale is if any of this, if anything like this were to come up for you, that is saying more about you and where you are at mm-hmm. than anything about those individuals you're speaking to right or about so i would want to encourage that as like a you got to we got to talk about where that's coming from
2: mm-hmm.
0: about where did you hear that from why you know what part of you is thinking that that's funny or you know how do you feel being friends with someone that says that mm-hmm. um And asking them those kinds of questions and trying to hold some space for, you know, obviously age appropriate, but of what this experience is. Mm -hmm. And I bet you Naya will remember (laughs) me sleeping over here Mm. and, you know, clearly not being okay. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure at some point, maybe she won't have memory, but I feel like she will of like not really knowing what was going on but knowing that something was off was really not yeah, okay just, for me.
1: Yeah, kids pick up that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Well, like thank you for the opportunity. If, if my walk away from this is that uh yeah, like we all are going to trip, or, you know, we all have to get up um I don't know what social media is going to be like when my children are older, but I got to be on it. Not to know. spy. I'm going <laughs> to be on it. She's
0: already, hey guys. <laughs> right,
1: right. Not to spy, <laughs> but just, you know, I think a lot of parents get on there, and think you know, like I got to, but just to further conversation, you know, yeah. um, because you're, our kids will mess up. We just says we will mess up, but just turning it into a positive um, conversation and mm-hmm. a learning moment and hopefully deleting it later. Just because, even though it could have been a joke or a just being silly or trying to fit in, but somewhere down the line it will make somebody up, someone else upset. So we need to uh, just make sure that, you know, we want to be careful what we put out in the world because it will come back. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just
1: because that's how karma karma works. So I don't know. I, I don't know if, you know, like, I'm supposed to close out the show or but I'll let you do uh I guess however you close out. But like thank you. I don't know, Rob, you've
0: hosted this three part episode now. So know, are we on
1: yeah, we're going on the third hour. This is like,
0: this is a three part episode. So And
1: God bless y'all for sticking through the three hours. If you have It's gonna
0: be three separate weeks.
1: Oh, okay. All so right.
0: thank you because I don't have to record <laughs> per minute now.
1: All right. Well, yeah, thanks for the opportunity, and uh, I'll let you close out your show.
0: All right, that does it for today's episode. Thank you so much for making it all the way through and keeping your ears, your hearts, and your minds open. It would mean so much to me if you could take a second or two after listening to this episode to leave a review on iTunes and let me know what you're enjoying about the show. I love reading you know, what your favorite episodes are, where you guys listen, um, and definitely feel free to share this with a friend. I mean, part of how we break down the stigmas around these topics is by talking about them, right? and And sharing them with more people. So definitely share the podcast Um, and again, really wanting to include all of you in this podcast. So if you have questions or you want to share a thought or an experience, please send in a voice memo to ask.letstalkaboutit at gmail.com. And I'm really excited to keep having these conversations and uh, breaking down these stigmas. So thank you all so, so, so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll talk to you next time.